small episode today, uh, not much on the docket, just the championship races, uh, some open segment where we'll talk about what the fuck is going to go on after this, and, uh, yeah, let's, uh, fucking get into it. It was a beautiful Chamber of Commerce Sunday for some Cup Series action, as Chase Elliott had to start from the back because of some adversity if but because he failed cock and ball i mean pre-race inspection from the drop of the green flag chase elliott had a motherfucking piece and he gained like 30 spots on the first 40 laps as joey slice spread logano led early and won the first stage then with 18 to go in the second stage brad caught chase after brad's pit crew fucked him in the ass and they battled all the way to the stage and back and forth back and forth until brad kislowski sent it into turns three and four and won the second stage and went into the locker room with the lead, as Rick Allen said. Then, on the final run, Brad was the only car that could keep up with the pace of Chase Elliott. Then, on the final set of stops, Brad's pit crew came in to fuck him in the ass one last time, and uh, have a shit pit stop, so Chase Elliott got the elusive Bill France Cup, but give a call to Jimmy Johnson for finishing fifth and getting a class win in his final race as a full-time driver. Alright, so Cup. Uh, this is the one race I actually watched. Uh, I had to haul ass to get home to watch it. Uh, so, y'all are lucky for that. Um, but yeah, bootleg Nazareth. I mean, I don't know. I, Chase Elliott just had a fucking piece. And the, the, they definitely snuck through some things through inspection. Because, like, you, they, had failed, they failed inspection twice to start the race. But I feel like they... They got they got some other things through there because he he just had a a piece and no the closest person to him was Brad on the long run but Brad's pit crew just kept fucking him in the ass like oh my god anytime there was any sliver of hope Brad Keselowski so essentially the cycle of the race was Brad Keselowski would get fucked on the pit stops. He would make up enough to cha- reach Chase Elliott, and he'd get fucked again on the pit stops. Like, I don't know if these guys were just... Because these are the same guys that pitted Cindric. I don't know if they were just hung over or what, but these cats were not not on their, their championship game. And good on Brad for... In the post-race interview, I think, he said something like, it's a team game. Instead of throwing his his guys under the bus, he was like, look, it's a team, team event. But yeah, good on him. Uh, just Chase Elliott's a, again, and all three champions this year are deserving champions, which is lo- um, lucky for this format. Considering once, once, um, once, once, there's usually always one. There was Reddick in eighteen. There was Crafton last year. Um, I don't know. Good, good. Um, what else? They, to me, this didn't really feel like a big game. Like I know this is supposed to, the the final race is supposed to be a big game moment, but like I thought last week, Martinsville last week was more of a big game moment for me. I don't know. That's just how it felt. I don't know if because it was the sunset, and I'm used to sunsets and races being championship or what. But it felt not big game compared to last week. Um, but yeah, there's a there's a a thing going around the social saying that. That we have to look at stats differently and say that like championship four appearances are similar 
to championships because of how crap, how much of a crapshoot it is, and it makes sense. Like, I mean, I honestly don't feel I because I felt more of a because this goes into my last thing from last time. I said it's a big felt like a big game last week. Today, to me, didn't feel really like a big game. I was just maybe because I fell asleep this week in stage two. I don't know, but it didn't it didn't really feel like a big game to me. It felt fresh that we were in Phoenix, not Homestead. I wish we were in Homestead though, so I could go selfishly, but. I mean, I, Phoenix. It was eh. The the last the, the the first two races of the weekend were saved by, uh, green white checkered finishes because of the some random cautions. Um, Jimmy finished fifth, which was good, but he they they could have brought literally every illegal thing in the book, and he they probably would not they wouldn't have taken the win away. They would have they could have brought a, they could have had no taper spacer in there, and. NASCAR wouldn't have done anything, so it's a feel-good story. But I mean, you have to take it the a Scotia salt. Um, yeah, Chase Elliott got hot the end of the year. Um, had the conflict with Kyle Busch in the beginning of the year. He won the bounty. Remember the bounty? Oh my! I remember before Co- in the in the before times, the the bounty was the biggest the, the biggest thing out there, and. That needs to go on this trophy. It needs to say 2020 Bounty Winner on his Wikipedia page. It needs to say 2020 NASCAR Cup Series Champion and Kyle Busch Bounty Winner. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't, don't know what else to say. Oh yeah, so I forgot. Um, Chase Elliott winning the fucking championship is probably one of the worst things, uh, to happen to the fan base. Um. It's good for the sport that the most popular driver uh, won the championship, but not good for the other fans. Um, all these Chase Elliott fans are just gonna start talking, 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 talking. They won't shut the fuck up. Like the Chase Elliott fans are the most annoying sons of bitches out there, dog. Like they just, they just, they don't shut the fuck up. They're the ones who have, oh, di nine in their bio. Like, like, uh, like, shut the fuck up. Like, oh my god. Like, I don't understand. The fans of Chase Elliott, like he's, he hasn't really done anything like the only thing he's done is c- come out of um bill elliott and take over jeff gordon like he has done absolutely nothing else i mean up to now obviously he was, he was a cup champion but still like oh my like before before 2018 he's done nothing like uh, he, he's done absolutely did absolutely nothing i don't understand how what the appeal is i i really don't like like with all these new, I, I every it seems like every fucking episode I bring this up. There's no personalities in this sport. Like Chase Elliott doesn't have much of a personality. He's a oh, I want to thank my guys back at the shop kind of guy. Like he's not. Like shut the fuck. Don't shut the fuck up. Actually talk, talk. That's how you. That's how you win me over, and that's how you win people over is by talking. Also, another thing I forgot to talk about. Um. The the youth movement in NASCAR, I remember they've been talking about it for years now, but now it's actually finally come to fruition. Like, there's actually, like, I saw something where some horribly uh, titled Reddit post. He was like, oh, since 1995, after Dale Earnhardt won his last championship, every driver since then has raced in 2008. Like, Dale Jarrett, Bobby Labonte, Jeff Gordon, they all raced in 2008. Chase Elliott was the first driver to not race in 2008 to win the championship, like... The youth movement is 
whenever I think of whenever one of these young guys wins, I always think of I hate I don't really like this guy and his content, but the NRF thing post or, or uh, fuck I can't talk video where he's like, oh, the twenty seventeen Pocono race or Ryan Blaney one was a monumental race because it was like the start of the youth movement, and it just it sticks with me. It's like damn it, the you can now with one of these new guys winning the championship, the tides have actually turned. And it's good. It's good to see. Now let's give a call to our presenting sponsor, Jones, Cheap Ass, Prepaid Legal, and Daycare Academy. I object. I defer. I find you both guilty of helping people for the ridiculously low price of $99.99. In today's broke-ass society, things are harder, so you need things cheaper. So I came up with Jones, cheap-ass, prepaid legal, and daycare academy. You are not the president. You don't need to make that type of money. You might need my legal services. You're just raising one kid, because I'm going to sue you. At Jones, we don't assess the illegal fees after the case is disposed of. We make it prepaid. Prepaid meaning you need to pay before. Just in case I need to invest the money in something else where you may need my services and I'm gonna spend it wisely fighting for you and if we can't get you out of child support we'll provide you with our top-notch molester free daycare services we let them do whatever they want to do so that when you get them home they go straight to bed which one of y'all you know Santa Claus ain't coming to none of y'all there's some books around here somewhere Jones do a good ass job of watching both mine and my grandbaby. Jones got for me auto insurance Jones got me this big ass check now friends you may ask yourself how can he provide us with such cheap legal services? Well, here's a story about Toby and his baby mama. Hey, Toby, I need my money. I don't have no more money. That's because y'all keep messing up. Y'all keep doing crime. Because I gave it all to you to raise that one little baby you got. And I work from volume. So y'all continue to rob people and take stuff. It ain't your business what I do with the money. So please, come on down to Jones Cheap Ass Prepaid Legal and Daycare Academy. What's the place where you can bring your children and get legal advice? Put your hand against the wall. My legal advice to you is don't have no more children. Go ahead and come to the website or give me a call on a new telephone number at 708-46-CASH-1. I'm on call three hours a day, five hours a week. You looking for who? No, no, Toby Jones don't work here. You got the wrong number. And it was a shady afternoon in the alleged homo voter fraud, Phoenix, Arizona, where we saw some great Xfinity series action. But we weren't underway for long, as on lap two, Jeffrey, paid driver Earnhardt, spun on the straightaway. Tom, you think he's a dumbass? I think he's a dumbass. Thanks, Tom. On the next restart, Chase Briscoe gets the lead, but fucking sends it into the turn and gets hit the wall and... Oh, and Austin Sindrick. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. No, sir. No, sir. ROTC kid. Austin Sindrick. They go... They go side by side, but Chase got him. Then, for the second week in a row, a fuck ass stays out and fucks the field as it stacks up. And with eight laps to go uh, in the stage, Austin Sindrick goes and takes the lead and wins the second stage. But after a shit pit stop, Sindrick fell back but took the lead right back. And then, Joe Graff Jr., the Fuck ass who can't qualify an RCR car had an incident during green flag pit stops, which led to the field getting fucked in the 98 and 11 in the back. But that wouldn't stop the 98, as with like two laps to go, he spun. 
setting up a green white checkered for all the marbles and on the restart Algar was on the front row but they went five wide into the dogleg and out of turn two he was side by side with Noah my pit cracks it but Cindric sent it three wide at the line and he won the championship Uh, so it's the Xfinity race again. Didn't watch it. I was doing, I was at the Hooters in, uh, in Jacksonville watching. Um. UF destroy, uh, Georgia, but um, this race actually seemed pretty interesting. There was some decent the clips I saw of it. There was some decent racing. Um. Um. Chase Briscoe looked good early. I don't know what happened after that. He just sort of fell off. Feel bad for him. He won nine races, but then again, he's going to Cup next year. So, um, Cindric is a deserving champion. He won the regular season title. He was he had that fucking fire stretch, um, in Ju- July, I think. I don't know. I think it was July because that's when. Yeah, July. Um. But yeah, good on him. Um. Noah fucking Graxon, my guy. He, Allgaier is, should be pissed, dude. He, it literally, Noah Graxon could have just, like, boxed in Cindric on this last restart to win. For, to get, uh, Allgaier the win. But he just, he went for the, he went for the win himself. Um, yeah, I mean, what else can you say? He's a fucking racer. He's a, he sent it in there. He shipped it on in there. And they went through it. About a wreck coming to the white flag, him and Cindric and Allgaier, and they didn't. Um, but yeah, if I am Dale Jr., I gotta, I gotta sit these two cats down, and be like, cats, uh, your teammates work because this is they have always had some sort of conflict this entire year. There's always been conflict between these two, and it's always been my guy Noah Gragson on the, on the good side of it, like. All guys, it's not gonna lie. All guys been getting fucked by him, but I mean, yeah, he got fucked. He gets fucked by him. If, if I'm Dale Jr., gotta sit these cats down. Gotta talk to him. Gotta fix the conflict. Uh, because next year there's not gonna be a um a Chase Briscoe winning nine races. There'll be a Harrison Burton and a Austin Cindric or an Austin Cindric to win nine races. Um, yeah, Cindric. Uh, Deserving champion. I still really don't like him because of the Kaz Grawla thing. Uh, and the fact that he's Tim Cindric's son. Um, which is the head dude, head, head honcho at Penske. But, I mean, deserving champion nonetheless. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and complain about it. Alright, so truck. I didn't watch this race. I was doing, um,. Other things, um, but it it looked like a pretty stale race. That's why I didn't do a prime time uh NFL primetime type review for it because it just is. Literally, my notes is about two meaningful bu- bullet points. It's it's um fuck. It's Zane Smith dominated early, and with two to go, some cram guy spun, and Brett Moffitt. Uh, didn't pit and lost the race to 
Sheldon or to Robbie Gordon's protege Sheldon Creed. That's literally I think all that happened in this race. Um, yeah, that's about. I mean, I didn't watch it. I was. I don't get paid enough to fucking watch these races. Y'all paid me more. I could watch these. But no, hell no. Barely any viewers. Unbelievable. Anyway, um, I don't know. This race was pretty stale. I mean, good. I mean, Sheldon Creed. A good year for him. Last year he looked so bad. He missed the playoff last year and. He was just bad, but this year, this year after he won, after he lucked into Kentucky, he was, he was fast. He was a champion. He was, he was doing. He was. No, I don't have any complaints. I feel bad for Brett Moffitt because he was had a hell of a lead before Dawson Cram uh, wrecked for no fucking reason. Um. But yeah, there's literally nothing else to say about that. Um So uh open segment. Um Florida State sucks. Um we 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 suck. I was watching it. Well, I wasn't mainly watching, it was just on TV in the background and I told the buds. I was like, Hey buds, don't they were like, Oh look, you might win. You're up fourteen to three. I'm like, Buds, this happens every week. We we were we're not we're sprinters. We're not cross country men. We, we we do good in the first five minutes and we decline. Um, yeah, there's nothing else I can say about that. Um, off season plans. Um, the show might come out, might not come out. I don't know. Definitely, we will have a show next week. Uh, for the Masters, and for F1, and maybe the twelve hours of Sebring. Um. Yeah, we I'm it'll just be a hodgepodge of whatever. I mean, I don't know. I might come out with stuff. I might do like a I don't know. No one listens to these anyway, so it's just for like my own my own enjoyment if I feel like doing it. Um What else is there on the docket to talk about? I have no idea. Pretty pretty quiet week, I mean I don't know. Feeling, feeling kind of, I don't know. Not really feeling the show right now. Uh, yeah, I'm not really. As I was making as this is why it's on Tuesday, and uh, instead of usually Monday, I don't know. I just haven't felt passionate to make it. I I still still like it, but I haven't felt passionate. Um, yeah, but that's it. Uh, see y'all later. Bye.